are listening to the official podcast of The Congregation, A Place of Discovery, with Pastor Tim Story. Okay, so we're studying, uh, you can put up the, the slide where we talk about the Word of God, the, the one that's in red. Do you guys have that one back there? Say, I believe God's Word is inspired and empowered to bring my life change. As I am taught God's word today, may it refresh, restore, and renew all areas of my life. Say amen. Next slide, could you please put the beautiful mountain scene of what this series is about? We have a new series and um, greater than. Say that. Say greater than. Say God is greater than. Isn't that awesome? And I also want to say uh, a shout out to Pastor Stefan who did a fantastic job teaching last week. And um, I was here last week and uh, the kind of church we're building is, I don't like it when it's just about one lady or one guy. I think we're the church and we all have something to add. How many of you like that? That's more the Jesus style, okay? Nelson Mandela says this, it always seems impossible until it's done. Say that, say it. It always seems impossible until it's done. Here's my point. Some of you are going to do some things in the next three years that are even going to shock you. Another quote says, when someone tells you it can't be done, comma, it's more of a reflection of their limitations, not yours. Say that. Say, when someone tells you it can't be done, it's more of a reflection of their limitations not yours. See, we believe that God is greater than. So, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, we'll start there. Now, faith is the confidence of what we hope for and the assurance of what we do not see. This is what the ancients or the people who went before us as Christians and those in the Old Testament were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed by God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. So I beg you, this is my subject. This is where I'm good. The spiritual goes before the natural. Say that. Say the spiritual goes before the natural. Is there a woman here that was married and thought she might be pregnant before she took a test and she was right. You just, it was a thought. Lift your hands. Okay. Okay. Because the spirit was talking to you about what was to come. Is there a person that ever thought somebody's about to call me and then they did moments after? Lift your hands. Is there anybody here that thought about breaking up with somebody, but yet you stuck with them? 
Tim, who's one of our ushers, is talking to his wife in the second row saying, raise your hand, Monica. <laughs> the reason that is is because in the natural, you were with them, but in the spiritual, you are already gone. So you, you, you walk in with the person, watch like they're like, woo, come on somebody. But you're already gone. <laughs> you, 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 you're just trying to figure out what the excuse is going to be. You, you, you're wondering, is it going to be the, it's all about me? Come on somebody. I'm too broken for you speech. You, you know, you're trying to figure it out. Is there anybody that had a job and you knew that you wanted out of that job and then you finally gave your notice and your spirit is already gone, but your body's still there. Lift your hands. Because the spirit goes before the natural. So this is so important. Say, my spirit goes before the natural. So Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now, faith, faith is a Greek word, P-I-S-T-I-S, pistis, which means faith in God and what God says. Now, this is so important because it says faith in God. Say faith in God. You've heard me say before, we get on airplanes and most times you don't check who the pilot is. He could be a gorilla up there. <laughs> right? But you're on Southwest Airlines eating the free peanuts without even seeing who's flying. I have a friend of mine and um, he's really big. And he was telling me, he goes, I was just in Seoul, Korea. And he goes, man, when I was there, they got, they got the flimsiest seats. These chairs are so flimsy. He says, Tim, I sat down and snapped two seats. I go, no way. He goes, because he's just more big. And, and he goes, yeah, they're flimsy. And he goes, man, thank God for American seats. This is a true story. So I was at O. Roberts University at, at the Grandview Hotel across the street from ORU because I was about to speak at the college. And he sat down in this American seat. It's a true story. He sat. And I heard. Are you with me? See, he had faith in the American seat. And it did not hold up. Now, faith is a confidence. Say confidence. The confidence is also like an assurance. That you know 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 that you know. So I did all this research on confidence, and I found that most people are not really that confident in other people because people have let them down. So, hey, can you take me to the airport? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they don't do it. Hey, can you help me with my kids? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, they, and then they don't do it. Hey, can you keep a secret? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then they don't keep a secret. So what happens is that we start to lose faith many times in people. And because of the waning faith in people, it's easy to start losing faith in God. That what God says, he will actually do. So there's a scripture in the Bible that when you come into the classes this week and next week in our home fellowships, you'll study this. And it says that 
God watches over his words to perform them. In other words, God does not say words that are void. He would rather not say anything than tell you something that's not true. He will always speak in truth to you, even if it doesn't sound like something you want to hear. Isn't that powerful? Like, like some of us have held, heard God speak truth to us about a decision we're going to make or something we're about to do or an errant road we're about to go down. And God is very honest with us. So he says, now, faith, pistis, is confidence in God and what he says. Okay. A confidence, a confidence which equals courage. Say confidence equals courage. Say it stronger. Say confidence equals courage. See, some of you need a supernatural swag in your confidence about what God is saying about your life. A supernatural swag about your children. A supernatural swag about the development of your marriage. A supernatural swag about your job. A supernatural swag about America. A supernatural swag about the world. A supernatural swag that you're going to live strong into your 80s, into your 90s. Come on, people. Clap your hands like you have a supernatural swag. Well, where are we going to get it? Now, it's by faith. It's by faith. It's by Trusting God and what he says. It is a confidence which brings courage and it helps us in what we hope for. Okay, let me tell you something. When somebody's telling me that they're going to kill themselves, which happens to me quite frequently. I probably had no less than 12 people kill themselves on my watch in the last four years. That many. What I try to do is I try to get them to see some glimmer of hope. When somebody has got so deep to the point where they want to take their own life, what has happened is that they have gone, pay attention, this is where I'm good, completely singular. And the pain is so deep that they're just going singular. And the only way out of the pain in their mind at that point, is to get out. So that's where God needs people like us to bring hope to people who at that point in their life feel no hope, see no hope, smell no hope, think no hope, and they think that they have just trashed the whole thing. I I purposely... um, put a picture of me and Charlie Sheen up on my Insta stories because he's my brother for over 20 years. And I've talked to Charlie many times when he was just like, I'm out. I'm, 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 I'm out. Because it's easy to, to, to judge a guy like that who we saw just have a meltdown in front of all of us. And then you just say, yeah, 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 he, he, he's out. Look what he's done to himself. But, but somebody who's a person of God, we don't think that way. We believe that God brings hope to the hopeless. And where there was no hope, God can provide hope. Clap your hands like God provides hope. So 
what is hope? Let me break it down. Hope is the possibility and the potential of something happening. How dare you give up on your dreams? Because when you put your foot on the ground every day, getting out of bed, watch. You have hope because God is greater. Greater than my depression? Yes. Greater than my daughter's acting up? Yes. Greater than my son's acting up? Yes. Greater than I'm acting up? Yes. Greater than people lie about me? Yes. So he says, now faith, now faith is a confidence of what we hope for. We hope for. We hope for. We hope for. I want to get you today to where you don't have regular hope, but you have audacious faith. Where you have faith that is over the top faith, where you say, I will not settle just for regular. I will not settle for just standard. I will have audacious hope and faith. Clap your hands. You guys are on today. Come on. I write in my notes, God is more in mind for our existence on earth than merely surviving. <laughs> How many of you have children? How many of you know you're not saying, come on, little Courtney, little Kylie, just survive? <laughs> if you could just survive kindergarten, that would be awesome. And then they're going to take you to this thing called first grade, and if you could just survive that, that would be awesome. And if you could just survive this thing called the second grade, that would be awesome. And then if you could survive the, the, the third grade, you, you, you're a liar if you say that's how you think. Because most parents love to brag about their kids. Oh, my gosh, he walked, and he was only one month. Come on, somebody. <laughs> he did the moonwalk. Come on, somebody, at two months. He knew all 50 states at three. I mean, you guys are making stuff up. Mo Notice most mothers and most fathers, how they, how they brag. No one's been more clever. No one's been more amazing. But that's how you should think because that is your child. It's good teaching, huh? So if you think that way about your children, how much more? How much more does your father think about you? He does not have your survival on his mind. He sees you thriving. He sees you as the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. He sees you as going over and not under. He sees you finishing strong. Clap your hands. That's how your daddy sees you. You say, but I don't feel it. I don't feel it. I wish I could buy into this, but I don't feel it. I just told you, faith is not your feelings. Faith is the unknown. It says this. Now, faith is the confidence of what we hope for, the Assurance of what we 
do not see. If you can smell it, it's not faith. If you can see it, it's not faith. You say, I don't feel faith. I don't need you to feel faith. I need you to know that he's faithful. Because your feelings are going to come and go. Full moon. Oh, my God, this is going to be magical. Okay, watch. The rain. Oh, I just want to stay in and just read a book. Come on, watch. Summertime. Oh, my God, I'm blossoming again. Oh, my gosh. Should I do my highlights? It's summer. Come on, stick with me. I'm good at this. So we go by the movements of the, of the seasons. So you think that winter is a shut-in time, but summer is the all-out time. But God's about to bless you even in the winter, in the spring, in the summer, and in the fall. Because he does not look at things like that. Huh, so good. I just don't feel faith. That's not what faith is. Some of you don't feel oxygen, but you're breathing. <laughs> you don't feel all that's going with gravity, but you're still sitting. It's good, right? This is what the ancients were commended for. So I want to know, what does that mean? So I took two hours just studying this. This is what the ancients were commended for. What are you talking about? See, in the, in the realm of basketball, let's go way back. Way back in the day, you had like Bill Russell. Then right after that, you had guys like Will Chamberlain and Elgin Baylor. Then, 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 then after that, you had guys like uh, uh, Julius Irving, Dr. J, George Gervin, the Iceman. Then after that came a plethora of amazing plays, players by the name of Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Isaiah Thomas. Are you with me? My good friend Dominique Wilkins. You, you saw all these guys come in together. And so all of a sudden, the league took it to another level. See, we are in the same thing. We have Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, we have, we, have, we have Deborah in the Bible. Come on, somebody. We have Rahab the harlot that was a prostitute, but she broke free. We, 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 we have Rachel. We have all these powerful people in the Bible. According to the Bible, Hebrews chapter 11 and 12, that you are part of their lineage. That they were the people who had faith in God. And so now the Holy Spirit is saying the same faith that Moses had to get up after he failed, we need you to have. The same faith that Elijah had when he felt like giving in, we need you to have. The same faith that Deborah had when she didn't feel like leading people and she kept leading, we need you to have. You need to understand the lineage. Clap your hands and shout. This is powerful. Say this, say, say, we're next. Yes. It's powerful, right? So I, I, I love, I love uh, to watch the Olympics. How many of you loved to, to watch track and field in the Olympics, okay? And even the Mount Sac tournaments. I, I've been going to those since I was a kid, and you can see some of the greatest runners. And, and one of the things that I love is the 4 by 4 relay, and you see these people, and, and so much of it, watch, so much of it is in the strength of the, of the baton being passed to the next person. Boom. Okay? 
So, so watch. You could be running, 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 but if you don't do that pass, shh, firm. Right? They could drop the baton and mess the whole thing. So you got to understand that the last generation of God people are passing the baton to us. The Billy Grahams of life, he's now in heaven, are passing the baton to us. The Mother Teresas are passing the baton to us. They ran their race, and now they are walking by faith. They are doing by faith. They struggled by faith. They got back up by faith. They went through crap. They got back up. They went through more crap. They got back up again. They're going by faith, but now they want to give you a steady transfer in your hand here do something well what am i supposed to do you're supposed to do your assignment you're supposed to you're supposed to do your assignment well, what, what's your assignment right now maybe raising kids right now it might be being the sound man because if i don't have the sound man i'm going to sound like this so do your assignment He's doing good. Come on, somebody. <laughs> it, it, it may be working at Taco Bell. Quit complaining. Make me a gordita and take care of the chihuahua. <laughs> See, God assignments are not always sexy. Oh, see, we like sexy assignments. <laughs> oh, my God, I saw myself. Let's do a man's voice. I saw myself. And I had like three million people following me. And it was like me. It was so amazing. It was like me, so-and-so, and so-and-so, and so-and-so. We were all on the stage. And people just couldn't believe how amazing I was. <laughs> all God assignments are not sexy. Raising kids is not always sexy. They will throw up on you. Look at me. Kids throw up. Kids are off. Kids say funky stuff. I was with my son, with my friend's son one day. It was me and my and my and my friend and his son, and the kids only four. And 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 and, and I said something, and the kid said, What the? And he's only four. So my friend goes, What did you what were you about to say? He goes, What the? He goes, What were you gonna say next? He goes, I don't know. I just heard what the. See, so I think that some of you are waiting for the sexy assignment to use your faith. But how about if we use it, our faith right now? How about if we use it, faith, the faith on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of this week, where we get up by faith and we speak positive words in the universe and we say, this is going to be a good week. I don't care how I feel. Something big is about to happen in my life. Come on and clap your hands. Come on, people. Use it, use it in the unsexy moments, and then you can use it in the sexy moments. It's good, huh? You, you use it when you don't feel good, and you still walk around your house and say, I'm blessed. I'm still going to be okay. 
Your daughter could be acting up. She's going to be okay. You, you, you just speak over her. She's going to be okay. My son, it, it's still going to be okay. Uh, we got all these big old bills. It's still going to be okay. This mountain's going to move somehow. By faith, we believe in Mark 11, 23 and 24. Whatever things you desire, when you believe, believe that you have received them and they shall happen. We believe by faith. We walk by faith and not by recite God has much more in mind watch for your existence on earth than merely surviving merely surviving watch I want you to take I want to take you to a place where you begin to consider that it's possible for your life to beyond even beyond your own wild imaginations because some of you have some wild thoughts. I want, I want to take you beyond. Based on what? Based on what he can do. Isn't this good teaching? I want to take you beyond what you've imagined. It is in my heart that we learn that God is truly God at all times. That he is Jehovah Jireh, Old Testament. That means he's what? The provider. That he is Jehovah Rapha, which means he is the healer. Come on. He is Jehovah Shalom. He is your peace. Let's just stop there for a second. Jehovah Jireh, the provider, is here. No wonder you're going to get out of debt and go beyond. No wonder you're going to buy one house in the second house and the third house. No wonder you're the Joseph in your family that's going to get people to rise up to the next level. Because he is Jehovah. It never says he used to be. I went to the Hall of Fame to do a speech for one of my friends that was in the Hall of Fame. And it was cool because I got to see Joe Montana. I got to see Joe Namath. I got, see, you know, Marcus Allen, my buddy. Uh, uh, Eric Dickerson, my buddy, and see a bunch of guys I know, Deion Sanders. And so I was at the Hall of Fame, but I noticed a lot of older guys, watch, they, they were like, they were, they were, they were, they were, they were crickety. They were crickety because that, that game could take it out of you if, if it's not done right. They were, they were crickety. Mostly the guys in their 60s and their 70s, they, they were a little crickety. And, and, and people were like, oh, that used to be. Oh, see, oh, man, that, that, that used to be. See, you don't look at God and say, that used to be. Oh, that used to be Jehovah Jireh. Woo, back in his day, he could provide. There was a time in the Bible... In 1 Kings 17, there was a man by the name of Elijah, and he was out there in the desert. He needed some food, and, and God gave it to him. Oh, there was a day that God was on fire. It's good teaching. Come on. Oh, there was, there was a day. There was a day. There was a day that Peter was, 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 was fishing, and, and he couldn't catch any fish. And then Jesus told him to throw out his net, and he caught a bunch of fish. And oh, there was a day that God was so powerful. No, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But I got to stop here because some of you are acting like he's the God of yesterday. Ooh, that's so good. 
How, how many of you, like me, have a Catholic background? How many know some of those Catholic Bibles were real big? <laughs> Is there anybody besides us that had a very large Catholic Bible that you would probably need a wheelbarrow to carry it? Come on, somebody, lift your hand. Mom, thank you for having that Bible there and that picture of Jesus. And the saint in all our cars, we always had the saint that would make sure we didn't get in an accident. Thank you for that. Come on, stick with me. And her rosary beads. Pay attention. But see, some of us are acting like God is a God who was. These big Bibles that we don't even open up, we can blow dust off them. He is alive. In your life right now, he is working with dynamite power on your inside. He is working with dynamite power in your spirit. He's working with dynamite power in your mind. He's working with dynamite power in your family. He's working with dynamite power in your business. He's working with dynamite power in our country. He's working with dynamite power. Come on, somebody in this world. Clap your hands and shout like he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. <laughs> Say, I will have audacious faith what will that do this kind of faith you talk about audacious faith what is this audacious faith that is faith that is beyond that is high definition faith high definition means beyond average or usual advanced faith i'm not gonna pass no sloppy baton to the next generation Come on, somebody. Do you know, do you know that when, when, when Smokey Robinson, when, when he goes to these awards, look at all the guys. Even the Migos wanted to be around Smokey Robinson because they were raised on Smokey. Pharrell Williams wants to be around Smokey. John Legend wants to be around Smokey. Pay attention. P. Diddy wants to be around Smokey because he's a legend. And he was, he's, he's been a legend since he was a teenager. And now he's in his mid-70s. And he still acts and walks and lives like he's a legend. Somebody needs to catch this. He did not sloppily pass the baton to the next generation. But you will if you don't understand how important the domino effect is. I told you I was going to teach on it. See, some of you think you can get away with being whiny and it's not going to hit your family. It's a domino effect. You're passing the baton of whininess to your children like, come on, mijo, don't be so whiny. You're 63 now. You passed it on. Come on. The sky is falling effect. Come on. Everybody's a liar effect. Come on, somebody. You can't trust anybody effect. It's an effect. It is an effect. It is an, it, 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 it is an effect. 
But what if we had high-definition faith? Beyond average, beyond the usual, advanced, watch, advanced in complexity, advanced in development. I remember I was, I was in a movie two, two years ago. Some of you guys came with me to watch myself because I'd never seen myself that big. They did, they did this movie called I Hope You Dance, a famous movie, I Hope You Dance, about the song, the famous song, Hope You Dance. I was in it, playing myself. <laughs> but, but, but Cassie, I, I left there and I was kind of disappointed because they did that film in high, high definition and I, my face was blotchy. Come on, look at me. I'm a golfer, and I, I, have, I have sunspots here and here. Are you with me? So they powdered me. But that screen. It got everything that was blotchy and even thought of being blotchy. Hi. Definition. Come on, somebody. People were saying, like, oh, isn't this awesome? Look at you, you're in a movie. But all I could see is blotch. <laughs> Come on, wave at me, hear me. Because at my house, I have mirrors that make me look amazing. <laughs> For real. And on my phone, I have filters. And the filters I don't have, I call some of the girls or text them. I say, okay, do you have even a better filter? <laughs> oh, I had Joseph text two girls yesterday. Joseph, get a better filter. I need to be more filtered. More filter, filterize me. Filterize me. Okay, are you with me? I get Botox done to try to fix myself. And then I, I, I talk to Pastor Paige. Remember what, did, what, I, did, what I talked to you about this week, tell him real loud. About, I, I, need, I need a facial peel. But she says, but you got to stay out of the sun. Come on, stick with me. This is a good sermon. Stick, you you, you, you got to stay out of the sun. It's going to take a while. You're going to flake. And then like a little baby, I said, will it itch? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to peel it. I'm going to peel it. Look at me. I'm going to Botox it. Because I do not want to be on the big screen next time. And look blotchy. It's powerful, huh? See, some of you had an opportunity to use your high-definition faith. And you came in there with your blotchy self. <laughs> We're going through it again. We're going through it again. What's going on? Again, things are happening. Bad things come in threes. I remember one of my aunts, also known as a tia in Spanish, said, ay, Dios mío, bad things are happening. Michael Jackson died. Whitney Houston died. And now your cousin Chata died. I'm like, how did Chata jump in there? Oh, come on, somebody with two living legends. Can you take the last four minutes? You're going to get audacious faith. You're going to get 
unwavering faith, as we will study next week in Romans chapter 4, where Abraham said, against hope, I believed in hope, knowing that God's words were more powerful than what I face. Against hope, I believed in hope. Against hope, I believe in hope. Against hope, I believe in hope. Against hope. See, 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 see. See, I believe you got to face the facts. This is not mind over matter. If somebody's suing you, it's a fact. One of my friends just told me, someone's suing me for $12 million. I said, that's a lot of money. That's a fact. He's being sued for $12 million, okay? Somebody may be lying about you. That's a fact. Some of you, you, you your own family's not acting right. That's a fact. But you got to face the fact. High fact. High fact. Good to see you again. But I've been learning that God is bigger than the facts. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's my provider. And I'm going over the facts. I'm done teaching today. Clap your hands if you learned something. Thanks for listening to the Congregation's podcast. For more information about the congregation, including gathering times, locations, and how you can give and support the community. Check us out online at www.congregationchurch.com.